thank you Jesus from the depths of our heart oh God we want to say thank you Lord words fail us in such a time as this to express oh God the gratitude of our hearts Lord is it where you took us from is it where we know you're taking us is it where we are presently Lord we're thinking where do we begin to thank you from how do we thank a God like you a God that loves so perfectly a God that gives so generously you hold nothing back oh God father you gave yourself you gave the best of who you are that you may rescue us from our helplessness Hallelujah. how do we explain a God who looked at us in our weakness and decided to become our strength how do we say thank you Lord when we could not help ourselves you cut a covenant a covenant of God that required us to give something yet you took our own place and Lord cut a covenant that we became the recipient of the blessings my God will lift our voice tonight to say thank you thank you Jesus thank you Jesus my God you are intentionally kind to us hallelujah father you choose to be kind to us father you choose to love us in spite of ourselves father we do not do nothing to qualify for your love you love us because that is who you are no wonder the scripture will say god is love lord that is who you are how can we say thank you enough because if we were to give anything, oh God, there is no way we can measure up. But Lord, because of who you are, you love us in spite of. We're so grateful to you. We thank you for those times, oh God, when we could not figure a way. Yet you subtly come in and you guide us and make a way in spite of us not seeing it how we thank you tonight thank you for our families thank you for our lives thank you for your kindness towards us thank you for your goodness towards us thank you for surrounding us and encompassing us all around with your goodness for when we look to our left we see your goodness where we look to our right we see your goodness my god even when we didn't ask for it you show your goodness my god we want to say thank you we bless you tonight we give you glory oh god we magnify you can I get somebody to just lift up your voice tonight? Just say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Lord, I don't know where I would have been. Oh God, I don't know where I would be without you. I want to say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You are the only thing that makes sense in my life. I thank you. Yes, thank you, Thank you for shining your light in the midst of darkness. Thank you. Thank you because darkness does not have an answer for your light. Lord, thank you because I am light, oh God. 
because you illuminate through me I thank you my God that everything about me illuminates your goodness Father thank you Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just to know that you smile thank in me. Just to know that you smile thank through you me. Mercies, oh Just to know that you smile upon me. Lord, it's enough, oh God, for a daily basis. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Oh, somebody just say thank you to him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Ah, my God. Mm. You are the only one. That when I don't have an answer, Lord, you bring about your goodness. You are the only one, even when man gave up on me, you never gave up on me. My God, I thank you. I can stand tonight because I know you never gave up on me. Because your love continues to shine upon me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Many times I look around me and I say, Lord, how can you have blessed me so much? I can't focus on the things that I don't have, oh God, for seeing the things that I have. I thank you. Because with you I have everything. Oh, just talk to him tonight. Somebody just talk to him tonight. <laughs> ah. There are times I wake up each day, Lord, and I don't know where I'm going. But you're the only one that makes sense of each day for me, oh God. We thank you. time my heart is overwhelmed within me I don't understand how you can lift a burden off of my heart but Lord I find I become light hearted once I stay upon you thank you for your love for thinking about me each day oh God for your thoughts towards me oh God they are good thank you Lord oh we give you praise My God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, yes. Ancient of days, as old as you are. As old as you are. You will never change. Oh, 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 oh,
You're the God that watches over your word to perform. You are not a man that you would lie. Neither are you the son of man that you would repent. Have you said it? Will you not do it? Have you promised it? Will you not make it good? You said heaven and earth may pass away. You said but there is no word that you are spoken for that will come to you empty. Thank you Lord that you have magnified your word above your name. My God I thank you. You are dependable. You are reliable. You are our pillar. You are our joy. You are the one we hold on to. You never let us go. You are the one that has never left us nor forsaken us. In the pits you are there with us. In the times of joy you are there with us. Irrespective of where we find ourselves, you are constantly there with us. We thank you. We give you praise. We exalt you tonight. We magnify you. Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just somebody give him praise as you take your seats tonight. Thank God for his faithfulness. Hmm. What an awesome God we have. You know, only God can love us the way he loves us. There are many times you just sit down and wonder, how can he love the way he loves? But that's who he is. Amen. How many of you were blessed on Sunday? I think I'm still reeling in it. And I'm not sure I'm out of it. If it's a bubble, I don't want it to ever bust. Amen. But I was so blessed on Sunday. There were just so many things that were just coming and coming and coming. That I went back home. I just began to dig into the scriptures and just... Just... I'm just amazed sometimes when God just speaks through his servants the things that he deposits in you. I mean, before we go, does anyone have anything they want to share the length from Sunday, they got from Sunday that has blessed you this week that you can say, I took Sunday and this is what happened this week? Anybody? Outside of the fact that you know God is good. <laughs> Amen. Okay, suffice to say we're all blessed. Is that correct? Okay. I want you to please open your Bible with me to the book of John chapter 14, verse 1. You know, there are times I read scriptures and um, I'm amazed at how Jesus speaks his words. You open John chapter 14, verse 1. It says, let not your heart be troubled. Period. Let not your heart be what? Period. Then it says, believe in God, believe also in me. I guess if Jesus was in the church, he could just close his Bible at that point in time and just go. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. 
believe thou also in me. You know, I, I read the scripture and I, I went through in my mind everything Pastor Stephen was saying on, on Sunday. His words of encouragement as they came after one after another, one after another. And the crux of it all was just encouraging the heart. And in it all, he was directly saying, God is dependable. God is reliable. If he gave testimonies after testimonies on the reliability of God. And if somebody asks me to put in one sentence what he said on Sunday, he said, let not your heart be troubled. I've read it in scriptures over and over again. But it's amazing to me that Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Paul said in Philippians chapter 4, do not be anxious for anything. And then I finally went to Luke. Luke chapter 12. You know from verse 1 to 32, Jesus literally mentions, let not your heart be troubled. Do not be anxious. Do not fear. Do not have anxiety in your heart. Eight times between verses 1 and verses 32. Eight times. He literally was saying, let not your heart be troubled. Do not be anxious for anything. He said, because your father knows you have need of these things even before you ask. And what he was literally saying to us on Sunday is if you can hold on to him, you will live a supernatural life. You will live a life so content because you are not allowing the things that should trouble your heart trouble the heart. So I said to myself, if Jesus would mention it that many times, then it bears emphasis amongst us as brethren. Because if the truth of the matter be told, many of us, I don't know, maybe it's just me, at least I know of myself, there are few things that come and allow them to trouble my heart. And it goes back to what we talked about the rest of God. And the truth is, if my heart is at rest in who God is in my life, that is my complete reliance. I exist daily to feed upon him. There is no way my heart will be troubled. But tonight, the reason why I wanted to mention that is I want us to bring it down to where we all are. And I want to take my cue from a particular person in scriptures. If you please open with me to the book of Genesis chapter 26. Genesis chapter 26. Let not your heart be troubled. Sorry. I think since I updated this thing, it's been crashing. But I'm still in love with um, Apple. I'm not planning to leave them anytime soon. Thank you, dear. Verse 1. There was a famine in the land besides the first famine 
that was in the days of Abraham. In other words, there was first a famine. They are taught it was bad. And then came another wave of famine. I like the way the scripture qualified it. Besides the famine that was in the days of Abraham. So this is plus another famine. Okay. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of Philistines in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I tell you. Dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give this land and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. This scripture is so loaded that if you try to take it one after another, we may not go we may not live here tonight, but I'm just going to paraphrase and just go to what it is that I want to talk about tonight. So here is Isaac. A famine came outside. It was maybe it was at this point trying to get out of the famine that came in the days of Abraham. And then all of a sudden, there appeared another famine. So Isaac did what any sane human being will do. I live in Georgia. The influx in Georgia is getting too much. Unemployment is getting high. And somebody said to me, there are jobs in California. And so logically, I look at it and I say, I'm going to move my family from Georgia. We're going to California. Why? Because there are jobs in California. And I'm ready to go. So was the story of Isaac. Of Isaac. He looked at this famine, he figured, there's no way I can make it in the midst of this thing. And the best answer is, let me figure out where there is surplus. So I can take my family to this place. So his plan was, let me get going. And on his way to meet Abimelech, God intervened. And said to him, I do not want you to leave Georgia. He's in Georgia... I'm going to prosper you. Is in Georgia, you will make it. If I were Isaac, I'll be thinking many things in my head. One, there's drought. Two, this is the second famine. Three, I don't know when last we had a consistent, thriving economy. It seems to me the land is cursed. And so let me, in my own logic, figure out a way to handle this thing. So God, I can't make sense of what you're saying to do. But here's what's going to happen. Because you say it, I'm just going to as well stay. Because the Bible says, he, Isaac, chose to stay. He stayed in that land. For many of us, this is where our heart becomes troubled. I don't know about you. I'm talking about myself. I'm in a company. And from nowhere, these things are going lean in the company. And they're saying there may be a chance that they are going to lay off a few people. Easy. The best thing to do, let me send out my resumes everywhere. Let me begin to look for an alternative to what I need to do. Whereas 
in most cases, it's in that famine that God wants to show himself. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. He said, for your father knows you have need of these things. And therefore, he has made provision for these things. You know, one of the testimonies that blessed me the most of what Dr. Stephen said is a 60-year-old woman. Can you imagine that woman did not know she had a need for a husband? I mean, the man of God had to ask her, do you want to be married? And she hesitated in answering. I'm imagining in my head that is it that this woman is so drunken in God that she has lost sight of what her need will be and all of her need on a daily basis is found in our worship of God. And because of that, God found her out through the man of God. Or either she has thought about it for so long, she's become numb to it. So that when she was told, she's almost like Sarah laughing. How can I have a child at this old age? But we now found out that at the end of the day, not only did God bless her, she found a husband that serves her breakfast in bed. No, what I'm trying to say is, there are times we are like Isaac, that we face situations, we see challenges that are before us, and because we are wired to bring solutions, immediately we are thinking A, B, C. And many times we find out that those answers that we are seeking ourselves are not even the path that God wants to go at all. And many times we find ourselves stuck. Because the one that we figure out ourselves, we're going to have to finish it ourselves in most times. But if we, like Isaac, can allow God to intervene, can allow God to step into the matter, and so if I have to go to California, and God says, don't go to California, stay where you are, that I can hold on to that word of God and rest upon that word, knowing that that word will come to pass, irrespective of whether I believe it or not. Because the Bible says he watches over his word to perform them. The truth of the matter is, I think for me, I would have gone far from where I am. That's it. I just think that's for me. Because on a daily basis, it's the decisions that we make that define whether we are rested in God or not. Because the definition of rest is a complete reliance on God for our daily existence. In the case of Isaac, there was famine. But the Bible says Isaac wanted to go to Egypt. Question to you. Where are you? Does any of these relate to you? What is it that troubles our hearts? Jesus said, come unto me, all ye who are what? And I will give you what? But I've always wondered, 
why do I really let my heart be troubled in spite of? The truth is, this, what I'm saying to you, you may have heard it a million times. But it's, for me, is where the rubber meets the road is in my daily decisions that I make. This was just simple for Isaac. He figured out a way in the midst of a problem. But what God is asking us to do, I want you to lay your head on me. Don't have any worry for anything. I want you to know, listen, we are, all of us want security. That's what we, we strive for. We want financial security, security in our homes that nothing is going to break, security in our relationships that they are not just going to end just like that. That's all we're striving for. And Jesus is saying, I am your security. Come unto me. Take on my yoke. You take on my burden. It is so easy. The easy part of it is for you not to do anything. But I think that is where it is most difficult for most of us. It is not doing anything. Because we just want to do something. So that at the end of the day when I give my testimony, I can say I fasted for 21 days. And I held Satan like lightning. And when I bound Satan, I knew it was over. Vessels, God said to me, relax. I'm in charge. And, and it's almost as if somebody is blindfolding you. And you have to walk. You know how you are. You just want to touch something. When somebody is blindfolding you, you are blindfolded. You know how you have that game. And, and somebody is saying, no, this part that you're on, just continue. For some reason, you don't believe that word. Some part of you just says, if I, maybe if I make another step, I may trip. Maybe if I touch something, it may be an accident. Something may happen. That's where most of us are in our work with God. We want that security. And for God, it's a matter of belief. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Jesus is saying, believe in this union that you are a part of. Believe in this interwoven of lives that you are a part of. Believe that there's nothing that can break this union that you and I have. Because in this union, I am, I am assuring you of security. That irrespective of anything that may come your way, I will take care of it. Isn't it amazing that he told Isaac to stay in that land and he will prosper in that land? And the Bible said Isaac prospered. He became prosperous until he became very great. Because God was able to intervene. And Isaac relied upon that word. Do you also know down in that same chapter, they contended with the things that Isaac had. But no point in time did he look back to go anywhere except to stay where God told him to stay. What am I saying to us tonight? Your rest is Christ. Let him be the head. Let him be your guide. 
even in the mundane things, the things that you think you don't need to present to God, they are the areas that really God wants to show himself in our lives. Because I found out that in the little things at where I've, been, I've, I've seen the hand of God that has allowed my faith to increase in the big things. Because the victory that you have today becomes your point of reference for tomorrow. That is why David could look at Goliath and say, who is this? Let me give you my resume. Why I, I think I can defeat this guy. I know I can defeat this guy. When the bear came, I went after that thing. I tore it. When the lion came, I went after it. I tore it. It begins with the one dollar I believe God for and I got. Because the same God that gave me this one dollar is the same God that will give me the one million. If I can just trust him. But if I need that one dollar and I go to Diola, Diola, give me one dollar. I still don't have a point of reference. But where I need that one dollar, I can talk to God and I see him do it. It begins to increase my confidence in him. That's why the scripture said, do not cast away your confidence that has a great recompense of reward. That is the joy of our walk with God. That is the joy of being a part of a covenant I was not part in cutting. But I'm just a recipient of it. When you wake up tomorrow morning, say to yourself in this walk, I choose to remain blindfolded. When I get to work tomorrow, it does not matter what they say. My confidence is in he that says, let not your heart be troubled. And as you know, before you know it, it's going to be victory after victory. What am I saying to you tonight? The experiences of your walk with God, they become your areas of growth. That is why Paul will say, everything that has happened to me, has happened for the furtherance of the gospel. That's the reason why we get up every day. That we may have experiences. Experiences that allow us to grow in our knowledge of who God is in our lives. It is my interaction with my children. It is in my interaction with my spouse. It is in my interaction with my colleagues. It is in my interaction with my bosses. It is in my interaction with everyone that I come in contact with. If there's anything I'm going to leave you with tonight, I said to myself, there's a reason why God keeps emphasizing this rest. That Dr. Stephen will emphasize on it on Sunday. It is because God is about to do something in our lives. And he's asking us, Rest. Relax. It's going to challenge you. It's going to try you. But relax. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to do it in your strength. You just look unto me, the author and the finisher of your faith. And because you look unto me, you are never going to be disappointed. I want to encourage us tonight. 
God is reliable. God is dependable. Where you are today is by the faithfulness of God. I say to myself, the things I don't have pale in the sight of the things that I have. And you know what I have? I have Jesus. And the Bible says, Christ in me, the hope of glory. He said, I have this treasure in earthen vessel that the excellency of power will be of God and not of me. This is my confidence. And this is all that I need for my daily existence. So I'm saying to you, let God and let go of any of your worries. We're going to go into prayer tonight. Open with me to the book of Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55, as we stand to our feet, is a short exhortation. I'm going to read here from the NLT version. And from verse 1, he said, Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come, take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money? On food that does not give you strength. Why pay for food that does you no good? In other words, the worry that you have on is only going to bring you stress. It does you no good. It's a food. It feeds. You feed on it. It's food of its own. You feed on it. Only this particular food does not add any nutrient to your spiritual self. It just drains you. It weakens you. That's why the scripture says, why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. All Jesus is saying, listen to me. Listen to me. Don't buy food of worry. Don't buy food of anxiety. Don't buy the food of fear. Don't feed on them. They don't do anything for the body. But Jesus say, you listen to me. You listen to me. You will enjoy the finest food. I want you to lift your hands tonight. And I want you to talk to God. Each of us know the areas that give us some sort of anxiety. The scripture is saying here, come. You don't even need to pay anything for it. He said it is free. Come. God is saying, come. Jesus said, come unto me. All ye who are burdened and heavy laden. And I will give you rest. And what's that scripture saying tonight? He said, come. Even if you have no money, come. Take your choice of wine or milk. It is free. And I want you to talk to God tonight. I turned over this area completely to you. I've tried to figure it out. I've not found a way through it. Rather, I'm stressed out. It bothers me. And I'm hearing your word tonight. That I should no longer buy food that does not do me any good. Lord, I no longer want to buy worry. I no longer want to buy fear. I no longer want to buy anxiety. I just stay my eyes on you. Help me, oh God. Be like the guy that begs Jesus. 
help me help my unbelief. I want you to grant me the grace that I would learn to rest in you. Lord, I receive your grace that I may rest on your word, that I may rest in Christ, that I understand that Jesus is everything to me. Lord, that I may rely on you on a daily basis, understanding that you are my security in this life. I want you to talk to God tonight. Lord, help me. This is where the robber meets the road. Lord, there are areas of my life that I want to learn to lean on you completely. I have figured them out on my own and they have not produced anything. But Lord, tonight I come and I ask you, the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace to rest completely in your finished work. You said I should not let my heart be worried. I should believe as I've believed in the Father. I should believe in Christ who is my rest. My Father, tonight in the name of Jesus, we bring ourselves to you. And Lord, tonight we ask, you know every area of our lives where we have found it difficult to rely on you. Lord, tonight we are asking you for your help. That Lord God, you said, Lord, we should turn over our own burden to you. That we take on your own burden, oh God, because it is light. My Lord, tonight in the name of Jesus, as we turn over these things to you, Father, we receive direction. You said we should listen to you that we may eat the finest food. My Lord, the grace to hear you will receive it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, we may hear you clearly, accurately, O oh God, and go as you lead, Father. Even as you spoke to Isaac and he heard you accurately and obeyed your word. My God, we pray tonight that in the midst of the noise around us, O oh God, we will learn to quieten ourselves that we may hear you clearly and follow your direction father in the name of Jesus father tonight we thank you we thank you for the victories albeit little or big we thank you for them that Lord we begin to experience these victories every second of every minute of every hour of every day in the name of Jesus that Lord our little experiences will serve oh God as oh God a point of reference oh God knowing that no matter what comes our way we know the outcome already for you said all things work together for the good of them that are called by God my God we are called by you we are found in Christ we are established in Christ therefore all things are working together for our good our finances are working together for our good our family situations are working together for our good our job experiences are working together for our good our relationships are working together for our good father because you are in it with us you said you will never leave us nor forsake us help us to become conscious of the fact that you are in every situation with us that we are you have not left us as orphans father you have given to us your holy spirit who oh god refreshes and guides us spirit of the living god we thank you we pray tonight 
and you begin an awakening within us Lord a consciousness oh God of the fact that you that is in us is greater than they that be in the world that the reality of the world will not be our reality that our reality will be your finished work that our reality will be oh God in the fact that you said you will do it that our reality oh God will be knowing oh God that you said it is finished Father thank you that our reality is knowing that we do not have to strive nor toil anymore that Lord we just need to rest in you father tonight we declare our families are rested in you what we are rested in you in our finances we are rested in you in our families we are rested in you on our jobs we are rested in you on our businesses we are rested in you in every aspect of our lives oh god in the name of jesus my god we want to thank you tonight that we walk conscious oh god of who we are we are the children of the most high god we have been bought with a price father for greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world help us to walk in this consciousness oh god in the name of jesus we give you the praise we give you the glory we commit every job situation to you we commit every business to you we ask oh god for your leading oh god we ask for your direction oh god that man on that woman that is needing your direction my god we bring you to bear in that situation we bring you to bear in that business we bring you to bear on that job oh god we thank you my god that you become true to us and every man a liar irrespective of the word of god of man your word declares that let god be true and every man a liar my god we stay our eyes on you that business prospers lord there is promotion that comes in the name of jesus that family enjoys your peace oh god in the name of jesus we give you the praise tonight we give you the glory tonight lord tonight we make a declaration that we are not going to let our heart be troubled we believe you we believe your word we hold on to your word we thank you my god because your word is true we thank you because your word has been tested we thank you because you are who you are you never change oh god we honor you tonight father we exalt you oh god we magnify you in the name of jesus